Being fearless doesn't mean you have no fears. It means you're strong enough to face them. And when you are in a pursuit to transform your mind and body, to achieve something you have not reached before, there is fear. But facing those fears and getting out of your comfort zone brings on a whole new level of confidence. So welcome to the Fearless with Heather Martin podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and let's dive in. Hello, welcome to the Fearless Podcast. I'm your host, Heather. Okay, we're going to give this a second go around right now. I was like recording this whole podcast and then I looked down and I was like, oh, and it stopped recording. So here we go. We're going to dive into it today. So this is a topic about all or nothing thinking. And I think this is one of the biggest areas that currently like my clients work with and I work with them on because A lot of the times people come to me from more of like a restrictive background or they feel that they have to be eating like a certain way to reach their goals or there's like this very like, you know, there's no gray area. It's just like this way or that, you know, or I'm or I'm on or I'm off. Right. And and that's just kind of things that, you know, maybe have been ingrained in us for a really long time or just kind of like what we believe. But also knowing, too, that, you know, looking at like when I open up my freaking social media Like, no wonder why people are, like, hella confused because it is so much, like, don't eat eggs. Oh, don't eat oatmeal. Oh, don't do this. And you're, like, what? Like, what can I eat, you know? And that's probably the number one question I get is, like, Heather, what do I eat for my goals? And when I tell people, like, okay, it's not necessarily so much on, like, the specific food choices And that kind of can get confusing, but it really is like, yes, obviously it's like we want to eat whole nutritious food, you know, 80, 90% of your food choices should be around the perimeter of the grocery store. Like where are your fruits, where are your vegetables, lots of fiber, um, single ingredient things, and then, you know, high protein choices as well too. But you still throw in some fun foods. Like we don't want to live a very like restricted lifestyle because when you live a really restricted lifestyle that you're just going to always be thinking about that thing, right? So we want to make sure that you're creating balance in your life and like know that you don't have to like to be fit and to be healthy. Like you don't have to be like 100% clean eating and working out five days a week and like doing all the things like you can have some balance and it's okay. And that's like creating a better relationship with yourself and with your food as well. So really I want to kind of go into today of like what is the all or nothing thinking what and kind of give some examples around that as well too. So for me like the I I can speak on this a lot because I was a very much like all or nothing thinker especially before I had kids. So everything changed a lot after I had kids, but before kids I did come from that background of like okay, I have to be on slim fast or oh, I have to be doing keto or oh, I have to be like eating um like Weight Watchers and I have all these free foods, like there was never any like middle area. It was like, okay, it's this way or no way. And then it really like the mindset changes there. So after I had kids, I really just stopped honestly like doing any, like I just stopped dieting bullshit. Like I just really learned nutrition and like how to phase my nutrition and how do I eat enough to support like building muscle? Like if you want to build muscle or have a toned physique, like you can't be just dieting all the time. So, you know, it was wasn't more on like these harder fast rules. It was like, 
how, how like, yes, 80, 90% of the time I'm going to eat really nutritiously, but like, I'm still going to have a beer or a seltzer here and there and like still go out. And like, I know that that's like those one things or that eating that slice of pizza with my kids is not going to, that's not what's putting on weight gain, right? Like that's your overall calories over long periods of time based on where you burn calories, based on your metabolism, based on how much you move. Like there's a lot of different variables to it. It's not just always like I need to be eating like and seeing someone who walks around really fit or in shape, like they're not eating 1200 calories. Trust me, (laughs) Um, you have to eat more calories than that to be building a body. And that was like, aha, like I want to build muscle so I can eat more. Um, So that is like where we kind of take clients of like it doesn't have to be this all or nothing thinking. And let's kind of just dive into what really that is. So all or nothing thinking really refers to like extremes. So you're either a success or you're a failure. Your performance is totally good or your performance is like totally bad. And if it's not perfect, then you are failing. And this is a binary way of thinking because it does not account to all the shades of gray that are in between there and that are responsible for like a great deal of like how we evaluate, you know, yourself and your others. And I'm going to give you some examples of this. So when people think like, oh my gosh, I need to hit my macros 100% of the time. Otherwise, there's no point to doing it. Or if you missed the gym three days in a row, so now your program's all messed up and you're like, "I'm just well, whatever, I'm just going to like have to start back over another time. And then maybe you don't work out for like weeks on end because you're like, feel like your program's messed up, right? Other times it can be like, okay, like one glass of wine and they're like, well, I, you know, I drank today, so I'm just going to keep drinking the night away. And you can still have like that one glass of wine and like stay within your goals. But when we have this all or nothing thinking, we think like, oh, whatever, like F it. Like I just wrecked my day. So I'm just going to keep doing that. Right. And this is like, you're feeling like also, um, Maybe it's uh, another one that I like to give an example of is, is like it's Monday morning, you weigh in, you step on the scale, like, you know, much to your surprise, you've gained weight and you're like, Ugh, you know, and you don't really understand maybe why the scale goes up and like that news like crushes you and you just spend the rest of your week like not on track for what your goals are because you just think like, oh, well, that hard work doesn't matter. When in all actuality, like that, you you might not even be gaining a pound of weight. Like that could just be like some water weight or water retention or you're starting your cycle. Like there's so many things that can happen. So if the scale, that's a whole thing on mindset too. But if like the scale is really throwing you off, then maybe that's time to like step away from the scale too and just focus on other areas that are um, non-scale related. Like, are you, are you stronger? How do your clothes fit? Do you have more energy? Those kind of things. But one of the things too, that like research does show is really what relates more to restrictive eating leads more to counter-regulatory responses. So minor off-track situations can lead to overeating and like total abandonment of the plan. So we really see higher weights who haven't learned to live in that gray area, that balance. Maybe this is because they're like always on meal plans and thinking that you have to eat clean or you have to eat healthy 100% of the time. And this just really isn't true. Like that 
when people live in these extremes, it's actually one of the best predictors of weight regain because they haven't learned how to have that balance or even like how to even create the lifestyle, right? Like if you just immediately go into a restrictive plan like that, you might lose. And I always say like if you might lose 10 to 20 pounds, but if you don't know how to keep that result, then that you know, that plan didn't work for you. So when people say, oh, well, I'm going to cut out carbs again, or, oh, I'm going to do keto again, or, oh, I'm going to do this again, because it worked last time. And I'm like, well, did it? Because like you're now you're back to square one and you haven't learned how to um, keep those results. And did you do it in a way that was like, you know, did you, could you not have a social life? Could you not like have dinners with your family the way you wanted to? Like, how did you set up that plan? Like, because you really want to make sure that there is the gray area and that there is balance. And I just want everyone to know, like, you want to really make sure that you're creating a lifestyle that is going to be sustainable for you. Like, do you and when like you create consistency, you create consistency because consistency at the end of the day is the name of the game. So but like, what are you consistent with? And like, what are you going to keep up with forever? Right. So really changing that, like, do you dread your workouts? If you dread your workouts, that's probably not going to be something that you like stay consistent with or you just like white knuckle through all the time. Like there has to be a point where like you do love the journey. And I know that sounds super, super cheesy, but like, you know, you are doing it because you genuinely like, I like working out, not like I want to get up super early and like get my workout in sometimes, but like I genuinely love the way I feel afterwards. I love that I like showed up for myself I love that like when I do work out, like I know I'm putting these like little deposits in, right? Like I'm not going to transform my body overnight or like, you know, it's just the daily deposits that you put in that like lead to like super long-term success. So what am I doing on a daily that makes me feel my best? And so those are the, like, that's how you create the lifestyle. Like what are you doing on a daily basis that like keeps you energized, keeps you energetic keeps you just moving and grooving and like, you know, keeps you active. Because I think in today's society, like most, you know, we are a sedentary society. So in here. And so we need to make sure that like, you know, we sit at desk jobs all the time. We're in and out of traffic. We're sitting a lot. We're um, so we need to make sure like you're creating. And if you do have a desk job, like making sure that like you are getting movement on the weekends or maybe taking like a walk after dinner like we have to move our bodies also but just knowing that like it doesn't have to be kind of going back to that like it doesn't have to be this like all or nothing thinking of i have to eat a certain way or i have to do all these things and if i don't then i'm never going to get my results because there you don't have to be 100 percent perfect and if you feel you have to be 100 percent perfect you are just going to set yourself up for failure so you know, think about your non-negotiables. Like, what do you want to commit to? I have a couple of non-negotiables in my life. Um, and those are the things that like I will do on a daily basis or I'll get done throughout the week that keep me in like maintaining like where I'm at. Right. Um, but some weeks are not great and some weeks I crush it. <laughs> um, but it's knowing that like the weeks that aren't great, like that's not going to throw me all the way back like it used to. It's just like, you're learning from what happened the week before. And like, that's with coaching too. We like have them be like, what was the biggest challenge? What did you learn from that? 
um, because it's always about learning from what you did in the past and how to kind of like correct it through like through busy lifestyles too. But like knowing that going back to the food, uh, that it doesn't have to be, oh my gosh, I have to eat 100% clean. Like make sure that you have some things in there. It's all about moderation. So when I know with myself before, like when I used to say I can't have cookies or, you know, I can't have cake, like I would go ham when or I would be hiding in the closet, like having cookies because I was like, okay. And then I'm like, well, I know I can't have these, so I'm just going to have them all right now. Right. And then and and then it's going to be okay. And then I won't have them for a long time. But like that was a very poor relationship I had with my food back then. And knowing and like that's why people have like half a box of cookies, you know, because they have this like very restrictive lifestyle and they feel like, okay, this is my one time to have them. So I'm going to have them all where it's like if we just know how things add up and how to how we can fit things into our diet, it's like now I can have a cook like one Oreo and like be fine, like be satisfied. But that was not an overnight process. But knowing like that was just teaching myself through tracking. And I think people think, oh, well, if you're tracking, that's like disordered eating. And for me, that's completely opposite. I look at tracking as data. I'm just collecting data on myself. I'm understanding like where my behaviors are. Okay, cool. If I have this many Oreos, like I can still fit that in just fine. Like, (laughs) um, and knowing it was like, oh, all over time is like where those come from. So going back to like just how you can reset those behaviors, if you feel you are on a very much like all or nothing, like you're either constantly on a diet or you're not on a diet. And we want to make sure that we're not just dieting all the time, but we're just, you really should be living in like your maintenance levels. Um, so yes, there's going to be periods of time where you do diet, but then knowing like you're not supposed to be staying dieting. And I think that's where people who live in these all or nothing mindsets, like they feel that they should just be dieting all the time and ever, because that's what I thought. I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay. I, thought, I like, I'm thinking it's just always in this dieting world, but knowing like you have to have a good relationship with your food, a good you have to create a lifestyle. You have to change your mindset around how you view your journey, how you view yourself. Um, and knowing that like taking the sustainable route is going to be actually the shorter route. So, you know, people want to like lose weight rapidly, but they usually end up gaining it back. And then they just go into the cycle over and over and over again. And it's like, okay, well, really that's like the longer way. If we just do it sustainably, and kind of get out of the all or nothing thinking and like, how do we create a very balanced life for you that yes, you're slowly maybe losing weight, but at the end of the day, you're going to reach that and you're going to keep that because like what you've created is what you really want, like how you want to live your life. Right. So learning those behaviors, but a way to reset your behaviors. So really realizing that like less is sometimes more and reminding yourself that anything like anything is always better than nothing. So that was a big piece for me of when I was working out, you know, I felt I had to do my whole workout or like I'm just I'm not going to have time, you know. If I can't get my 45 minutes in, then like then I'm just not going to do it. Where after I had kids, I was like, okay, well, I don't have 45 minutes <laughs> to be getting all my workouts in. So I'm going to do something, right? So I would do 20 minutes or like I did so many 20 minute workouts when the kids were little. And that was because 
something, again, done consistently is better than just not doing anything. And also, you just keep yourself in that habit of doing it when you just keep showing up. Even if you can't do it all the way, you're still like you still did something for yourself. Right. And then that just becomes super, super consistent. So think about this, like if you're if you're late for a meet, like maybe you have a late meeting and it derails you or plans again, you like can't attend. uh, Maybe you're planning on going to like a group fitness class or something like that. So I still want you to not just like not go, but like maybe you just go for 20 minutes or do like, again, just do like a, a quick, you know, interval workout, but skipping it all together. We, we just really don't want that because that's not going to create that consistency. So the sum of all movement is what is important. Um, and then I want you to also think in terms of better, like better or worse, not like good or bad. So are you trying to eat more like healthfully, but you love chocolate cake. Let's use that for example. So instead of putting the cake in the bad category, this is what I did all the time and like shunning it out completely. Instead, keep it as an option, but it's like you're just making some room for healthier choices and then kind of going into the mindset of like, I, I, it's not like I cannot have that and it's just, do I want it? So you can have chocolate cake if you want chocolate cake. It's not like it's you can't have it. Um, but you're just asking yourself, like, do I want it? Does it fit into my goals? Um, you're kind of weighing that out. Like maybe you choose, maybe you fill up your plate first with like tons and tons of healthy options. And then you're like, OK, cool. Like maybe I'll fit that in. Maybe, you know, especially if it's a special celebration, like eat eat the cake, you know, <laughs> Um but knowing that it's not like what food is not in like good or bad categories. It's just food has uh, just different kind of like quality, right? So there obviously we can have high quality food. Um, and then there's just food that's a little bit more processed. So yes, we want to fill up our stuff with more high quality, but it's not like we can't have that stuff in moderation. So once I kind of learn the you know, it's okay. This like one donut isn't going to be because then that would derail me. I was like, okay, if I had something, then I was like, oh, forget it. So like the whole day, I would just keep eating that way. And just realizing like that's that one thing isn't going to derail me. It's the everything I else that I like did the rest of the day. Right. So um, also add foods instead of taking them away. This is really, really big. So many like overzealous dieters like swear off all unhealthy foods, like even their favorite food. So while it may seem smart, like I'm not going to have any sugar, I'm not going to have chocolate, I'm not going to have alcohol, like it can result in feelings of self deprivation and frustration. And then just ultimately it leads to setbacks. Like you're, you're like, Ugh. you know, instead of struggling to remove the food from the diet, focus on adding in more healthy items per week it's called crowding out. So over time, your body will start to crave the healthy stuff and you'll feel less of the deprivation effect. So as you experience the effect of like these more good foods, you're going to just overall feel like you're going to have, you know, overall have a higher well-being and it becomes easier and easier to eat healthy food, especially like we see this with like added sugars too. So your body, whatever you put into your body, your body's going to start craving that. So if your body is like, you know, like you have lots of sugar, more processed foods, like your body will crave those things. And so then that's where it's like, okay, I can still have those in, but like, I want to maybe start adding in 
more fruits, more vegetables, more lean proteins, and kind of just like do that over time. And then your body's going to be like, hmm, you know, this is this gives me nutrition. This gives me energy. And then you start really seeing um, how those foods kind of make you feel. And then you when you go back and you have like more sugar stuff, it's like, oh, gosh, like it's a, sometimes it's like really noticeable. Like I didn't realize how I was feeling before. Um, but yeah, you could do the crowding out. So just kind of putting in like more healthy options, like over time. So I would do that instead of like just completely cutting it out altogether, because you want to make sure that, you know, I'm not saying like you have to eat processed food or you have to eat sugar, but like just knowing like you, that stuff can be in moderation if you just have it figured into what your goals are. And like, you know, um, you know, are you, this is going to be different for everyone. Are you just in like kind of a maintenance level? Are you focusing on building muscle or are you in a set dieting phase? Like a dieting phase? Yes. I'm not going to lie. There's like sacrifices that there are going to be in there. That's why we only do dieting for short periods of time, like 12 weeks, 24 weeks, you know, and then you get out of a diet, but no, like during that time, it's like an in and out, like don't kind of play around there. It's like, yeah, there might have to be some sacrifices that you make because you're, you're really kind of creating like this energy deficit for yourself, but it doesn't have to go into extremes to do it. It can be done very, very sustainably. Um, And the last one I want to talk about today is just also the all or nothing thinking of the starting over. So um, with all or nothing mentality, you know, every dietary mistake translates into failure. So instead, look at the setbacks as bumps in the road that may slow you down right? But it won't send you spiraling back to square one. So, you know, once you start off on a journey, this is a little analogy here. So once you start off on a journey, if you get a flat tire, you're going to fix fix the flat tire and continue on. Like you're not going to have like this one flat tire and you're like, oh, I guess I'm going to get my car towed. I guess I'm just going to like, you know, one flat tire. I'm just going to take and make all other three flat, you know, (laughs) just like start back over. You want to make sure that it's okay. Just like go through the challenges, fix what we had, and then you just keep moving forward. Uh, And this kind of gets you out of that perfectionism. Like everything has to be perfect. Just know that things might slow you down. It's okay. But we don't have to like just keep self-sabotaging like more and more and more. And then just be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to start back over, you know, tomorrow. Or I'm going to start back over on Monday. Um, If you are constantly in that like start back over that is a sign that you are in an all or nothing thinking. It's kind of just like, I like to tell people too, maybe they had a, maybe like they had a meal or whatever that like wasn't in their plan or whatever. It's just like, okay, just have the next meal, just be more into your goals. Like you don't have to wait till the next day or you don't have to wait till freaking Monday to make another change. Just the next thing just like that's how people the people like you could just get on track so, and I don't love the word getting back on track actually but <laughs> um but like you know where where your lifestyle is right so it's like that one choice just the next choice you make cool just make it more on like where you want to be and fit it into your goals so again how to kind of like overcome all or nothing thinking it's just Making small, sustainable changes to your diet and lifestyle is a better way to support, especially for most people to maintain like a healthy, enjoyable way of life. Like that's what I really want. Like eat mindfully, you know, kind of, I don't want you to be like punishing yourself. And like, I want you to find joy in 
nourishing your body. We should enjoy the foods that we eat. We don't we don't want to think of them as like, you know, when I'm eating like healthy, nutritious, like lean proteins, fresh like vegetables and meats, like I'm not thinking of that as like dieting food. I'm thinking of that as like, okay, I'm I am nourishing my body. Like that makes me feel really good. If I want to, you know, I want to keep, you know, my body composition or keep building muscle. Like I know how to do that with my macros. Um, And it's not a, I, it's not like a, I have to eat a hundred percent this way or like, I'm never going to hit my goals. Right. It's more about just finding the balance and knowing like where you should be in that process. So again, it's like, if you are needing to lose body fat, like you don't have to do it in such extreme measures. You just find a very like sustainable approach. Do an 80-20 approach, you know, create a lifestyle that's like 80% of the time, like whole nutritious foods, 20% of the time, add in some more of those like fun foods. You know, we want to make sure that you're still having an enjoyable life at the end of the day and your life shouldn't be solely focused on my diet. You know, like your diet is just a part of how you're living your life. So how do you switch that and being like, I'm creating a lifestyle that I genuinely enjoy than my life being around the diet, right? So if you found this podcast valuable, please don't subscribe. Don't hesitate to share it with a friend. Um, And as always, if you have any questions or have feedback, you know, like I would love to hear kind of what you want to listen to. What like what topics do you want me to discuss? Um, feel free to always email me heathermartinfit at gmail.com. I'm also always on my Instagram. So heathermartin.underscore. Send me messages there as well. And I will check in with you next week. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and found it valuable. If you feel inclined, please share this episode with someone you know that will benefit. Additionally, I would love to have you in my free Facebook group. If you are someone who is looking to reboot your metabolism, shed some unwanted body fat, build muscle, or have a healthier relationship with food, there is so much free value in there. You will greatly benefit from it. Head to the link in the show notes to get more information.